Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros. I am your host today. Thanks so much for carving some time out of your busy day to spend with me. Uh, Just to let you know, this is January the 14th of 2021. And as most of you know, last year, 2020, was proved to be a pretty challenging year for small business owners. And I was recently reading an article in Forbes, and the, the title of the article was 10 Reasons to Hire a Business Coach. Now, I know that sometimes a small business may be reluctant, especially during these times, to reach out for help. But the article went on to say, some entrepreneurs who want to scale their companies and fast track their growth, hire a business coach to help them get there. The coaches often have years of business experience themselves and can help take a business to new heights. A couple of the reasons that I wanted to pull out um, for you to hire a business coach was one, they they will help you see blind spots. As entrepreneurs, we often get into the weeds of our business and can't see the forest for the trees. Another reason would be they serve as a compass. They can help make sure that you are headed in the right direction. Even small changes in your direction can lead to dramatically better results. And the last one that I want to share with you is they will help close the knowledge gaps. The biggest hurdle to success is that you don't know what you don't know. And you just can't Google every problem. So today my guest is Don Shen. Don has spent 23 years with two leading Fortune 500 companies. In 2000, he left the corporate rat race to step out on his own. He owned three master franchise territories of Action Coach. Action Coach, the world's number one business coaching firm with 900 coaches in over 50 countries. Today, Don is the CEO of Action Coach North America, as well as being a speaker and an author. Please help me in welcoming Don to the show. Don, welcome to All Things Franchising. Thanks, Linda. It's good to be with you. Well, I am so glad you're here. And, you know, Don, there are so many companies that are struggling out there. Things just changed so much last year in the way they did business the prior year. Before we get started looking at that, Don, tell me a little bit about your your background and what drew you to Action Coach? Yeah, great question. 
trans asking uh, Linda. Yeah, I had, uh, as you said, I had been in the, the corporate world for a long time and really decided that that I wanted to to stop being on airplanes and in hotels and eating by myself most of my meals and uh, get more local and, and pay more attention to my family and and uh, just be more rooted in, in some of my values and, and beliefs. Um, I recognized early on in, in pursuing a career change that I, what I was not necessarily excited about was a, was a particular product and, and the company that I had worked for. But what I loved doing was the development of, of some of the younger, uh, younger talent. I, I was very good at helping people navigate their careers in the corporate world. And so actually ended up using a career coach for a few months to find out that I just really wanted to be in a people business and really wanted to be in a business that that gave back a business that that impacted people's lives. So that was the big connection when I found Action Action Coach in uh, 1999 and 2000. Yeah. You know, Don, I spent 30 plus years in corporate banking and uh, I came to that point where one day I felt that the security badge was getting heavier and heavier every day. And Mm -hmm. I can remember telling my boss when I left, you know, that was leaving and he said, what are you going to do? I said, I really don't know, but it has to be more purposeful. And I think Mm -hmm. that there are more people leaving corporate and and folks please don't send me any letters because i spent 30 years in corporate so trust me i understand that there is a huge value to have the structure of um corporate america but there does get to be a point where at the end of the day you called it a rat race i just felt like i wasn't making a difference so is that what you really grabbed a hold to when you found action coach yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The the profession gave me the opportunity to stay in more of a business pattern. So in other words, I wasn't I wasn't suddenly uh working uh, Saturdays and Sundays and 16 hours and retail kinds of hours and so forth. So it allowed me to 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 stay in a in a more professional space in the traditional kinds of hours, but it brought me local. It, it made me a very local business person to be able to do the things in my community, participate in nonprofits and lead nonprofits, even as simple as, you know, coaching my, my kids' sports teams that I could never do because right. I, was, I was always out of town. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. So tell us a little bit about what Action Coach will do what are some of the how do you help some of the small business owners through action coach yeah it's interesting because i always felt that and and i say this to to prospective candidates that we speak with that that uh, there's no doubt that any person with a number of years in business could go out and help somebody find a few things that need fixed and help a business owner for a few months. But what Action Coach literally does is we, we have the, the tool sets, uh, the strategies, the methods that actually allow us to work with a business owner to make sustainable, uh, consistent, and regular change in their business. And we've also found out that over our 27 years of working with business owners, we've found out that as they grow and they reach another level, 
they actually uh, see a whole new set of challenges that they have to go mm-hmm. through. So mm-hmm. Action Coach, having recognized that, we've, we've got uh, concepts and methods. You know, One, for example, we call it our six steps. We actually see that there are six levels or steps or phases that takes years for a business to go through and build to, and they each represent a different set of challenges. And so Action Coach in our franchise model we we allow folks to be able to blend their their 15 or 20 or 30 years of business experience with the this tool set and these methods to really make a difference uh make sustainable changes in business owners and in their businesses so don have you seen that some of their challenges in 2020 have um have been more focused in just keeping the doors open and how have you guys been able to help in that? Yeah, it it was really interesting because we, we, there was a lot of, a lot of uh, consultants and, and um, some of our, our uh, competitors, I think, sort of got had the the deer in the headlight uh, yeah. uh, situation where uh, where they really weren't quite sure what to do um, action coach even literally weeks before the shutdowns began um, we literally were had global meetings where our leadership team 50 60 leaders from around the world got together and decided what we were going to do differently in the marketplace and so we literally uh, reintroduced uh, concepts and tailored uh, so many of our hundreds and hundreds of strategies in our in our toolbox. We we repurposed them uh, in ways that were very very specific to what business owners were going through. And we literally had a new message. I would say probably about every every three to four to five weeks. We, we, as, as dynamics in the marketplace changed, we were, we were offering an, another message, a new message. Okay, here's where you are, and this is what you should be doing. So mm-hmm. we fed these things. We did these things globally on a, on a broad scale, but then each one of our franchise partners around the world were able to take those same messages and get, make it very, very local. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Don, as things were changing, and lordy me, it was changing quickly back in the spring and the summer of last year for sure. Um, as it was changing, I am sure you guys had the challenge as well of staying on top of all the changes and then making sure that your clients knew about the changes that were coming up. You know, PPP, they didn't know what they were doing. They're just trying to sell their widget. So is that something that you guys had to also become experts at almost? Yeah, much of what we were doing. Again, we were we were more. Uh, we would connect our clients with certain resources, uh, n- uh, networks that we have, circles of influence that we have, contacts that we have. We would then we would introduce or partner with some of those folks, like a like a lender or an accountant mm-hmm. or an expert, like, as you said, maybe in the PPP area. So we would partner introducing some of the things that we were introducing plus bringing in a, a partner or a resource to discuss some of these challenges. Um, Linda, we also really, really upped our game with our clients. For example, if, if they were in a program that, that we would uh, meet with them maybe once a month, 
we we now would meet with them twice a twice a month, or we wow. even took a lot of our programs and took of our a lot of our clients into weekly groups so that they weren't alone, that they weren't afraid, that they realized they weren't uh, in this uh, you know traveling down a path solo, that there were other business owners in their local communities, and that they had the leader uh, of the action coach there uh, guiding them, and it was very very. Uh, comforting to a lot of our business owners to know that that we were there for them. Absolutely. Um, You know, when someone purchases a franchise, then they have the support of that home office of the franchisor. But I tell you, Don, when someone starts their own independent business, they need someone like an action coach to help them to be able to um, raise those questions that, as I said earlier, you don't know what you don't know. So it's great for an independent business owner to specifically to be looking to you guys. Yeah, and that's that's most of our target market. Not saying what we do doesn't work in a franchise for a franchisee because it would, but our our target market clearly is that independent business owner, uh, that l- very much that local that local person that, as you said, they, they really have nowhere to go. They don't have advisors. They don't have someone watching over them and their business with them. They don't have a sounding board to go out mm-hmm. to. They, they're pretty much on an island. Mm-hmm. And, and it can be very lonely, especially if they um, were faced with, um, like the pandemic, no one had the pandemic in their marketing plan when they wrote it up in 2019. That's for <laughs> sure. So no one really knew what to do. So, Don, let's talk a little bit now about what does that franchise opportunity look like? When you're describing what the your your coaches do, um, do are, you, are you saying that they really do need to have an extensive knowledge of business? before they come on board? Yeah, we like folks to, to ideally come with a variety of different backgrounds. And, you know, so maybe they've been in the sales department, uh, but they've also maybe worked in the manufacturing plant or, mm. or they've also been in some form of operations background, or maybe they've been a general manager. So they had to have a variety of, of different skill sets and worn a, a, a number of different hats. But we, but we also do, this is where the franchise really comes in. I think Linda, if, if someone comes in, let's say they come in as a, they're, they've been a CPA for 20 years. So obviously their, their financial background and, and knowing the numbers and, and the P&Ls and balance sheets things, um, that's great. That would be their strength. So they won't rely on the franchise and what we teach them as heavily in that area. But then they will look to us for the sales skills and, and how would they market their business. So I think that's really where the, where the franchise comes in. Ideally, if someone's got a nice, they've, they've, they've sat in a number of chairs, worn a number of different hats, that's an ideal scenario. But we, we have, uh, you know, we have had people anywhere from being, you know, we've had a tennis coach and we've had a, a, an emergency room uh, nurse. Um, you know, we've had a lot of folks come to us with a lot of different backgrounds, and that's where the franchise really is able to help them make that career change uh, and not, not have to bring uh, so much uh, or all of the, the, the various uh, skill sets into the business. 
So if I am looking at Action Coach and I have never sat in one of the, the C-suite um, chairs, and if what taught you when you're talking about training, tell me a little bit about what that training looks like, Don, for those people that don't have that extensive business experience. Yeah, one of one of the big things we do, Linda, and and it, and it's different than a lot of companies. There are companies out there that will teach you how to be a coach. What what Action Coach does is that. Plus, we literally give people, we teach people how to be in business for themselves. So a lot of our training, because we're working with independent business owners, a lot of our training is about how to be a business owner and what, what do you do uh, when you own your own business? Because so, so many people just like myself came out of a corporate background and, and uh, you know, never made a payroll. You know, let's face it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had never individually, personally met a payroll. And, mm-hmm. and consequently, what Action Coach does is a lot of uh, a lot of teaching of our of our coaches of our franchise partners how to be a business owner and what does it take. So there are nine, ten, eleven different kind of fundamentals that they need to be uh, that they need to understand and learn, be able to coach people in and and know them themselves uh, around being a, being a business owner. And this is this is a lot of the challenge of our clients because someone may may be a contractor and they're very good with their hands and they they love to literally or figuratively swing the hammer or mm-hmm. be on the ladder. But the business owner's got to run the business too. So uh, so we teach our franchise partners literally how to be a business owner. What does it take? Uh, what are, what are the, the, the fundamentals? What are the pieces that they need to, to know and understand and do themselves as well as help their clients with? Sure. Um, you know, one of the things that I struggled with coming out of corporate, Don, is um, networking. I had no clue what that was. I had had a job for 30-plus years. I, I really didn't understand who to network with. And once I got in front of someone, I didn't really know what to say. Is that part mm-hmm. of this as well? Because certainly once the training is over, the next step is that um, they need to get clients. So how do, you, uh, how do you coach them into getting clients and do you help them with that as well? Yeah, yeah. Interesting point. I always tell folks, Linda, that I I didn't even know what a chamber of commerce was when I when I was in the corporate world. And then suddenly, wow, here I am. And and I'm supposed (laughs) to be uh, talking, you know, meeting with the chamber of commerce people. Um, But, yeah, absolutely. Um, We are uh, because we're a training company in addition to a coaching company. We work a great deal on communication skills. Uh, we we work through. I hate to use the word script, but let's let just say ways of ways of influence. Let's say people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that work. Uh, we certainly work on those uh, with with our new franchise partners. Um, Action Coach has over seventy different marketing strategies that we're teaching our business or our franchise partners, our coaches, uh, and these these folks are also these are strategies that they can teach their clients uh, as well. So so a lot of our strategies have have that dual purpose. And then Action Coach, again, over the years, I remember when I started twenty years ago, we had an eleven step. 
uh, client enrollment process. Uh, you might call it a sales process, but it's really a, a, a coaching collaborative slash client enrollment type pro- process. Today, it's 13 steps. Uh, so we've we've evolved and we continue to improve it and develop it. But that's another piece. Once we once we've taught them marketing that that gets them, let's say, a lead or a suspect, uh, we then teach them what to do with that suspect to turn it into a client. So all mm-hmm. of that is is absolutely what we what we teach is part of our model. We're constantly improving these things, tweaking them, making them better. And and these are these are absolutely the things that that are part of our franchise model. So what is a perfect client for an action coach? What size businesses? I know you talked about mostly uh, independent businesses, which certainly makes sense. What size uh, companies are you looking that you can best help? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I I would say our sweet spot is really going to be a business that has somewhere between five and and twenty five five and fifty employees um, mm-hmm. the revenue that's generating probably several hundred thousand dollars on the low end uh, upwards of twenty five thirty forty fifty million in revenue mm-hmm. um, but i but I will say that as again as we've evolved over our twenty seven years um, we have um, we have gone smaller than that. We've put together programs and trainings and boot camps and things that go smaller than that. And we've gone larger. About about 12 years ago, we uh, we introduced a a, 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 a a module, if you will, or another training program that taught coaches how to go bigger. So so we do have we do have coaches that have part of their portfolio, part of their a dance card, so to speak, is filled with larger companies in the hundreds of millions, in the hundreds of employees, where we're actually coaching now an executive as opposed to an owner. And so, mm-hmm. um, so we really are, are the one-stop shop for business education, business training, whether someone, you know, whether their office is their vehicle or whether they're, you know, they're a C-suite uh, executive. Mm-hmm. So what you're describing to me uh, sounds like this could be, it's a very scalable type of business where you could have possibly a home office, but if you're, if you're um, growing your business, growing the, the coaching practice larger, then do you find some of your coaches actually have offices with staff, uh, looks a little bit different? Yeah, it's a great question. It's a great point. We we uh, originally started primarily with a home office model, and, and few a few coaches here or there may go into a shared services or something a, a real small uh, small office setup. Um, as we've evolved, as we've worked with our franchise partners for many many years uh, on how to scale uh, today, we actually have a model we call the firm. That is, uh, that is, uh, I would say, you know, it parallels like a financial advisory firm or, a, or an accounting firm where we today now have a, a structure where an owner of a franchise could actually employ people to be the coaches. And so, uh, so we have a very, very scalable model. It, it, we, we are becoming the uh, center, the business education center or the go-to place in communities today where uh, where they can where a business of any size 
can get all different types of, of trainings and services and delivered by an action coach firm. So we really have, have the two models, which has really uh, attract, continues to attract someone maybe mid to late career, uh, as mm-hmm. well as someone who's got a very, very large vision, a multi-million dollar vision of, of helping their, their communities and their states in, in very large ways. Mm-hmm. So what type of territories would someone be looking at if they are talking about um, buying into an Action Coach franchise? Yeah, we in the home-based models we have um, we have really not set up firms because it takes so few uh, uh, numbers of businesses as far as a market size to to support a home-based coach. Uh, mm-hmm. But on our from our firm models, what we've been what we've been doing as we've mapped the United States for firms, we've been seeing uh, territory sizes of somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, 15 to 20,000 businesses uh, and they're businesses of all sizes. There's going to be thousands of businesses that employ people. There's going to be thousands of businesses that are more solo producers. Uh, so we, as we map our, our territories, we will give our franchise partners an exclusive area. And, uh, and, and it, as I said, it'll range somewhere in the neighborhood of 15 uh, maybe upwards of 20, sometimes 25,000 businesses. We just want to be sure there's a great blend of variety of industries and a great blend of, of different sizes of companies. So that's the sure. basic structure of our, of our territories. Great. I'll tell you what, Don, I need to take a quick commercial break, but my listeners love stories. Do you happen to have a story that you could share with them when we come back from break? I absolutely will. Wonderful. Folks, we're going to take a real quick commercial break, and we will be back to hear more about Action Coach. Do you know a family fighting cancer? The Jest Foundation nonprofit was founded right here in Katy, Texas, by cancer survivor Michelle Perzan, whose vision is to assist those currently fighting by providing grants to help support family needs, whether spiritually, emotionally, or financially. Michelle and her family know all too well that there comes a time when the day-to-day needs we take for granted become impossible. Jest Foundation has been able to bless 100% of the applications submitted, and now they need your help. Find out more by going to JustFoundation.org. Tune in every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance, as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. 
Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come. Contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros, and I'm here today with Don Shen with Action Coach. And when we broke for commercial break, Don, I asked if you happen to have a story. Before you share that story, if someone's listening and they would really like to know more how they might be able to benefit from working with an action coach, how would they get in touch with you? Yeah, I would say the, the best thing is they can contact me uh, directly, and my, uh, my email address is donshin at actioncoach.com. And, and they can also go to our website. I would always encourage business owners or people interested in, in career change to go to our actioncoach.com website. Um, there's a, a, a volumes and volumes of free uh, resources that can help business owners again of any of any size business. So uh, the ActionCoach.com website is a great resource. Wonderful! Can't wait to hear your story. Yeah, you know the story. I one of the stories I love to I love to share, Linda, is really about our people, about our franchise partners. And it was uh, it was a number of years ago where I was invited to one of the one of the areas. Uh, the the coaches had gotten together for a Christmas gathering, and um, one of the coaches there were there were about six or seven of us with our with our spouses. And one of the coaches said, "Hey, let's let's share. You know, we've had a great year." Uh, let's share uh, some of the wins and, and let's share some of the highlights of the year. And it was so interesting to go around the room that each coach's story was not like, you know, I, I made X amount of dollars this year and, and, you know, my family got to go on such and such a vacation. Each story that they shared was a story about one of their clients Clients that, for example, uh, a wife of a client uh, shared with their coach that this is the first time in 15 years of business ownership that my husband has taken a vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, another spouse shared a story that you know since since uh, you know we've been coaching with you, we've now been able to afford our first brand new car. Um, mm. these were the stories that, that our coaches around the room, uh, at that dinner setting had shared. So I just thought it was, it just, it just represented the quality of the people and the quality of the community that, uh, that people can potentially join when they become an action coach. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it's a giving community, it's a contributing community and, and their beliefs are about, how much they can help their clients and not, not about how much money they're going to make. And I just always thought that was just such, just showed so much of the character of the, of the people and the community uh, of uh, here at action coach. So that's the story I, I love to share a lot of times, Linda. Well, that's nice. You know, especially, like I said, when I came out of corporate, I wanted to do something more purposeful. And I think so many people, and I I do believe that this pandemic has created a pause for us. 
And um, we can take advantage of that pause and we can evaluate um, what we've been doing to see if it really makes us happy. So are you seeing that some of the new coaches that are coming in, are they coming in because of a reevaluation? They assessed where they were in their life last year. Yes, I, I think, you know, similar to me, I, I was impacted by an acquisition when I left the corporate world. I wasn't downsized, but, but there was an event that, that made me look at, do I want to stay in the corporate world? Do I want to continue to be on the, on the, the spinning you know, hamster rat, rat race mm-hmm. wheel? Do, do I want to keep doing those things, beating my head against the wall, or, or do I want to take control? And a- absolutely, the pandemic has given people, I love your word and your phrase, pause. They've, in some cases, they don't, you know, some people, depending on certain industries or certain, certain ages, they're, they're like, they don't feel they'll get another job if they're furloughed mm-hmm. or downsized. But I think mm-hmm. there's also the person, as you said, they're just, it's like, wow, you know, this very different even than an economic downturn. This one has more uh, life impact. And, and they're looking and saying, well, life's too short to just be going to work and clocking in and clocking out. So I think you're, you're absolutely spot on, Linda. Mm. Well, you know, one of the things that I also feel is important is just exactly what you said at the top of the show, that you were able to coach your kids' team. Um, a, lot of, a lot of the executives, a lot of people, once they get into that rat race, then it begins to take over your life. And the quality of life is no longer there. And it's almost like, um, I don't want to compare it to a drug, but it just kind of gradually sets in. And then before you know it, you've accepted this really fast pace um, and you're just, you're just sucked into it. I would get on a commuter bus at 5 a.m., to be downtown Houston or downtown Dallas uh, and, and work and then get off and get on another commuter bus that would take me back out to my home. And I did that for um, probably 20 plus years once I started working downtown and it, it can happen before you know it, can it? Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why some of the advantages certainly of a home-based business. I I remember when I, I, when I first started, I did start in my home. Then eventually I was at a master franchise level, had to have office and staff. But I remember my wife, um, wife being out of the, out of the house, she would call me and say, Hey, you know, at three o'clock, the kids are getting off the bus. Can you get them off the bus? And you know, Children at the ages my kids were, they were seven, yeah, between seven and eight and, and 12, 13. When the kids get off the bus, that is one of the most exciting times of the day for mm-hmm. our children. And you get to experience that, that excitement that you never would if you were in an office. You know, if you were going yeah. to an office and you were away all day working for somebody else. So I'd be able to stop, get them started on their homework spend 15, 20 minutes with them. What, what was their day like? It was, it was just a wonderful opportunity for me to be involved in my kids' lives again. Yeah. Uh, even, even those, those little moments were so, so important. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. One of the things I meant to ask you earlier, Don, is what is the investment to be uh, the financial investment to participate as a, an action coach? 
Yeah, that's a great question. It, it will. It starts as low as seventy thousand dollars, which includes all of the training, all of the startup support. We we give our new franchise partners uh, four to five months of ramp up and startup support. Very very focused. Um, it can go into the couple, you know, several hundred thousand dollars if they are uh, a firm candidate and they're looking at large geographies. We have people that are buying portions of cities nowadays where uh, where uh, where people maybe want to start in one area but they they know they want to expand to two or three other areas of of of, an, of a town of a big city like you know like a Houston or a Dallas so mm-hmm. so it'll range somewhere between 70 and I would say 3 4 500,000 dollars depending on the vision that that the uh, franchise partner has yeah and and starting out with the 70 to make sure that that's what you want to do um might be the right choice for someone that is just dipping their toe in it and not really sure yeah it it could be yeah there's no doubt it it, it is something that can that is upgradable so to speak right um but you know we are finding a lot of a lot of folks now because we never had this larger concept so so we're finding a lot of folks that, that really have a bigger vision and, and they mm-hmm. had no way to do it in coaching prior to us and this model of the last, say, three, four years. So mm-hmm. we're, we're getting folks that, that, that like one, like one, of, our, um, uh, one of our brand newest uh, franchise partners in uh, the northern Connecticut area, um, he, just, he has a vision of just, just literally helping, helping the manufacturing base, helping small businesses in Connecticut. And, and um, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's purchased one, one large territory. He's got, uh, he's got one or two other ones on hold. And, and so he's just got this much, much broader vision. He, he didn't want to start by himself in his house. So. Right. Right. Um, you know, you mentioned just uh, or we've been talking about those that are coming out of corporate, but it just occurred to me if someone's an independent coach, um, would this be attractive to them? Because as an independent coach, I don't think you could ever grow your business to the size that you just described. Yeah, it's very true. We we And, and the other thing, Linda, is it's also with our model, the, our, our model of client retention, which is two to three years on average, our, our uh, 50 to 60 revenue streams, we just have so much more than an independent consultant or an independent coach can, can offer in the marketplace by themselves. So mm-hmm. our revenue patterns, you know, classic consultant or solo coach is, is often a sawtooth revenue. You know, when they have a number of clients, they're yep. really busy making a lot of money, but then they don't mm-hmm. have any other programs to offer or they're not marketing. And so their business drops when they drop a couple mm-hmm. of clients. So mm-hmm. our, our, our model is, is much more consistent, um, many, many more ways to make money, which makes it makes the sale easier, makes the marketing easier. So, uh, so yeah, we, we do bring folks over from having been uh, consultants before, stepped out of the corporate world, and realized that it – and the community is the other thing, Linda, as well. You know, be, mm-hmm. uh, being by yourself as a coach after you've yeah. been part of a big company, you're, yeah. you, you like to have those people in that community around you, and, and we offer that to those folks then as well. Yeah, I love that. I'll tell you what, Don, we're down to the end of the show and we've got those final three questions. The first one is, if there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, 
what would you suggest that they do to prepare for the process? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. And and I I would say I think there's two things. Number one is, do you have, or not number one, but one of them is, do you have a support group around you that believes in you and believes that you can do this? And and if someone is married or has a significant other, I I would say that that is that first main person. Mm -hmm. Because even in franchising, you know, the, 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 the business, the world, the market will once in a while knock you down. And if you don't have that good, strong support structure uh, behind your idea and your vision, then it's going to be even tougher to do. So that would be one thing, the, the spousal support or, a, or a, a network of supporters. The other one would be uh, very similar, I would say, to when people go get pre-qualified for a mortgage so they know how much home they can buy or should buy. I, I would encourage folks to to, to work uh, work through what's their risk tolerance. Uh, be sure that they're in the investment they're thinking about is not going to jeopardize their overall financial health. And and there are professionals out there. I, I'm sure you have referral sources, Linda, mm-hmm. as well. That 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 we can refer people to that work around uh, kind of pre qualifying fo- folks and helping them with that risk risk reward tolerance so that even if they got into the business, it's not going to keep them up at night worrying about about their investment. So those are the two things I would recommend. Yeah, I think those are both really good points. The second question here is, and I think we've touched on a little bit of this, uh, what are two traits that make a successful franchisee? Yeah, the one, it's a great question. Uh, At one of our conferences uh, uh, over the last year or two, we had a panel. We had about six of our very most successful franchise partners in the country. And one of the common threads was that, that they participated in everything from the standpoint of learning. They would go to every conference. If they found out there was a financial uh, webinar or a boot camp, they would go to that financial webinar and boot camp to get better. They are learners. That I, I think the, the most successful uh, franchisees and business people, uh, independent business people as well, are learners. So mm-hmm. they always want to be growing and getting better. So I'd say that is one big trait. <clears throat> the second one I, I would I would share <clears throat> is that uh, are they willing to ask for help, or or mm-hmm. do they do they have a, a too much pride or too much ego that that uh, that, that that would keep that, that would hold them back from getting assistance or getting help? It, um, I, I just always am 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 shocked when someone joins our our franchise of 900 plus franchisees with all the technology that connects uh, connects all of our franchise partners all over the world, all of the support we give them, and yet times it all of a sudden we discover something three or four months in that all they had to do was ask for help on mm-hmm. a certain on a certain issue and and they would have saved themselves three or four months of pain. So mm-hmm. the ability to ask for help. Keep your pride in check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really important because, I mean, that's what you're buying into is the franchise. So uh, take advantage of all those resources around you. The, fo- the final question here Absolutely. is, what does the future of franchising look like? Yeah, I mean, that's a, it's always a, an interesting thought. I, I think franchising has always been there and, and and I, I believe it always will be there. 
Um, I, I think it's particularly important. Uh, I am a strong proponent of if someone if it's someone's very first venture that they do it in a franchise model because we just don't mm-hmm. realize how much is there about any business. Um, how much structure is there and systems and paperwork and processes that um, that are there for them that that they have to they have to replicate that's that create if they're going out on in business on their own so I, I I think the the franchising world is 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 absolutely going to be there uh, uh, and and I think it's it's great for those who are starting their very very first business um, I, I think the the keys are going to be future wise. Uh, I, I think virtual, I think video, these things will never go away. I think this mm-hmm. is in, in six months, uh, the marketplace has, has dramatically pivoted. And so I think businesses and franchises that have that component of virtual can, can do business virtually. Uh, I, I think that's going to be a, a critical piece. So I would encourage folks to look for businesses that have have that virtual uh, and technology uh, component of it. Uh, I think that's the future of business in general. And I think franchises will, some of them will jump on that and, 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 and be good at that. Like we, we did very, very quickly in 30 days, we were up and running. Everything we did was, was, was created in a virtual nature. I think companies and franchises that don't do that will, will, will fall by the wayside. So Mm -hmm. I, but I, I think the future of franchising is there. I think the ROI is always better, and um, and, and you're just not going it alone. So, yeah, most definitely. I tell you what, Don, I've really enjoyed having you on the show today. If somebody's listening again and they want to find out more information about Action Coach about you, where would they go? Yep, uh, two easiest ones is Don Shin D O N S C H I N at actioncoach.com and just put in the subject line a follow-up to the radio show would be great uh, or just visit us on actioncoach.com and uh, they'll get directed to the to the right people if it isn't me wonderful don thanks again for being on the show you gave us some great information about action coach and general business as well i really appreciate your time my pleasure thanks for having me linda Bye for absolutely now. So, folks, you know, as we, as um, in fact, Don even mentioned several times about being able to reach out. And as I quoted from the Forbes article, you really don't know what you don't know. So, when you're first getting started, you really want a, a group of people around you supporting you, letting you know what are the different hats that you need to wear. Because in the beginning, you may not know that. I want to leave you with a quote, as always. This is a Brian Tracy quote. It goes like this. Learn from the experts. You will not live long enough to figure it all out by yourself. So like Don says, get out of the ego. You know, Realize that you don't know everything and be able to reach up and ask the questions to those people who do. Folks, thanks again with being, for being with me on All Things Franchising. Look forward to seeing you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time 
when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising. 